Hello folks, I am Vincent, this is Nerd1, and today's show, we're just going to be kind of ranting it out today. So sit down, buckle up, it may be long and kind of bleh. So this is something that may not sit well with some people, most people, other people, but is anyone else getting tired of the whole updating stories for modern audience talk? Because for me, it seems like that a lot of these movies are coming out, like they have the new uh, Peter Pan movie coming out, um, the new Little Mermaid, and apparently a new Snow White movie coming out, all live action re- re- reimaginations, apparently. And apparently all of them are coming from the premise of updating it for a modern audience and I'm kind of wondering why do we update it for modern audience is it just getting to the point where is really like companies so out of ideas that they just don't know what to do anymore or are they really trying to update it because this isn't the first time that it's been done it's just it's been a constant thing for probably past like five, ten years now, where we're getting all these movies being redone, and they're not really adding anything to them. Where they're eventually becoming a, a shot-for-shot remake of what they were, but they're trying to take out what's considered offensive now. Like I didn't even watch the new Pinocchio on Disney Plus. I heard it was just a little shot for shot remake and that is just kind of I don't say disrespect the material it just didn't really do anything for it and but apparently the one thing they did was you know when Pinocchio goes to Pleasure Island you know with all the boys he doesn't get beer he gets root beer and it's not like that it's, root beer isn't naughty I'm, I'm sorry but when, when it comes to a kid being a kid, doing something wrong, having a beer is, you know, kind of a naughty thing to do. Especially Pinocchio's like, what, eight, ten years old, technically, in this? Well, I know he's not like days old, but he's he's in the wooden body of an eight or ten year old. Like, the soul possesses this wooden creature. But, you know, and now we have, you know, the Peter Pan and Wendy movie coming out that honestly it looks like it's just nothing different they're just doing the usual like diversifying you know all the characters um and I don't know for me it just doesn't feel like they're gonna really do much for anything um the little mermaid the CJ looks weird to me in it does it look weird to anyone else I mean I and here's the thing is I have no problem with them, um, you know, recasting, you know, actors, actresses from different race and creeds, all that, into different roles. Fine, but can they do it well? For me, that's that's the biggest thing. Is you know, a will it be a good script, or is it going to be you know a literal rehashing of the same thing? And b can the actor actress pull it off 
you know, can they convince me that they're this character that's supposed to bring to life from the anime screen to the live action screen? I, honestly, I don't care. You know, if you change characters from, you know, from white to, you know, African American or to anything, it's just, you know, I want you to find someone who can pull off the material. And I know that may be offensive to some and to others. Others may just make sense. But if you give me a good movie, I'll go watch it. I don't care who stars in it, what in that. What in that. I mean, I'll watch it. You know, make it good, write it well, edit it well, and all that. And I'll, I'll go watch it. Um, but it just... It's getting to the point for me now where I'm I'm wanting the major studios to find some original ideas. And I know that's gonna be hard because they're the the major studios don't make movies to tell a story. They make movies to make money. And they're going to basically squeeze as much as they can out of a franchise, out of a character, out of anything they can until the box office numbers don't return their investment. So they'll rehash whatever they need to rehash to get their money. It's when you get down to the smaller studios, the foreign studios, that's when you get the movies of original ideas, of... Uh, the ones with heart, with soul. Um, like this past year, A24 pulled it off with, you know, their everything, everything, everywhere, all at once, and with the whale. Those were fairly original concepts. Uh, they were done very well. They were awarded heavily at. You know, all these award ceremonies where all the people of Hollywood pat themselves on the back. But, you know, for for the movies that bring in, you know, the, the billions of dollars and all that, you know, the, the Marvel movies, the DC movies, um, the Disney movies, it's it's getting to the point where I think people are going to start realizing that it's the same idea over and over and over and over again. And to me, I mean, I'm, I'm a diehard, you know, you know, Marvel fan. I mean, hell, this is the nerd one podcast. I mean, I've watched all the good and all the bad Marvel movies. I've watched all the good and bad DC movies. I mean, hell, I didn't even think Green Lantern was that bad. I mean, yeah, it's not going to win any accolades. I mean, its sequel got canceled before they even start working on it. And it basically crashed the whole DC universe. But, you know, now, as we're kind of... And I'm not sure if we're getting the kind of twilight of, you know, the superhero genre movies. Because, I mean, it has been going on for a while now. Because... I mean, they started off with the Christopher Reeves ones, you know, back in the 70s. I mean, we could even go back to, you know, the 1966 Batman movie. 
with Adam West and Burt Ward in it. But that was kind of more of a standalone thing. That was kind of based off the TV show. But, I mean, we got Christopher Reeves, you know, Superman movies. We got the Michael Keaton and eventually Val Kilmer and um, George Clooney Batman movies. Again, we got the Christian Bale Batman movies as well. Then the MCU kind of took off with, you know, the Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, Thor 1, 2, 3, and 4. 4 was a stumbling stone, basically. I kind of feel bad for Chris Hemsworth. He plays such a good Thor, but the writers have been hit and miss. But, you know, after Endgame, it seems like Marvel has kind of stumbled on itself. And, you know, I've heard different things of they're trying to go a new direction. They're trying to bring in uh, more modern themes into it. And this kind of comes down to the point of, okay, fine. But can you make it good? Can you make it, you know, a movie, a, t- a TV show worth my time? Because to be honest, I don't want to, you know, watch a movie and be preached to. You know, I, I can go other places for that. You know, I want to go to a movie and I want to see... I, I want to see Cat America kick someone's butt because they're a bad guy. And I don't want to be, be told, you know, you know, hey, he just has a different point of view than that. And here's why. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, I go to a movie to be entertained. I don't go to a movie to be preached to. So, if, I don't know, it, that was, that's one thing kind of irritating about some of the, you know, phase four Disney Plus MCU shows is that they're trying to lean heavily onto, you know, we're going to educate you. We're going to, you know, preach to you. It's like, no, dude, no, 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 no. It's like, I'm here to watch this character take on this baddie, and I get to see the plan evolve until we get, you know, the epic CGI showdown final episode. But, that's just me. So, I'm, I'm really hoping that <clears throat> now that Marvel is entering his phase five, that it'll kind of refine his footing. You know, as it did for phase one, two, and three. And here's the thing is, I know that Marvel's phase one, two, and three were not perfect. No. Uh, Thor The Dark World was not the best movie. It was disjointed. Um, I mean, there was... I don't know. There's been movies that they've, got, they've done along the way that have been just kind of meh. But it all led to kind of a bigger plan, bigger scheme. And I understand now, you know, with Phase 5, you know, we basically will see kind of the, the rise of King. You know, granted everything still works out, but Jonathan Major, Jonathan Major is having some legal issues right now. We'll see if everything still pans out. I'm pretty sure it will. Because, uh, I mean, heck, it could be huge. But, you know, like I said, this is, this is just my rant. Where, you know, I've been... I've heard people use the, you know, terminology, is Hollywood creatively bankrupt? And, 
when it comes to it feels like kind of a yes and no answer on that one, doesn't it? Because with you've got to make a movie that will turn a profit. I understood. You know, movies are investments for studios. They got to make sure it's going to turn a good dime for them. Understood. But you got to. I guess I'm thinking like the studio needs to be willing to take a risk on movies. And it feels like lately a lot of them playing it very, very careful with what they've been doing. And I really want them to start taking those risks again. Like when um, going back to this, back when Iron Man 1 came out, it was a fairly big risk because well, on multiple levels. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. was just coming out of some pretty heavy legal troubles. Um, you know, John Favreau wasn't really much of a director. He, he was an actor. You know, had some good moves behind him on it. And they didn't really have, have a finished script. Uh, for understand, about a quarter of it to a third of it, they were w- just winging it. They were kind of making it as they went. So that was a huge risk. Did it pay off? Totally. I mean, Robert Downey Jr., I think he was paid like $5 million, like three minutes of work on Spider-Man, you know, Homecoming. So I think he, think he did okay. And I know a lot of the Marvel movies have kind of made people's careers. And, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for it, you know, for the MCU. It's been a lot of good, good movies out of it. And... And I'm not sure if Marvel's in his Twilight because it feels like it's spent a lot of its good characters ready. And a lot of its characters that they have not used yet, I'm not sure why they haven't pulled the trigger, the trigger on it yet. Because they still have, they now have full rights to, you know, the Fantastic Four, you know, all mutants. So, I mean, I know we had Deadpool 3 coming out with, um, Ryan Reynolds returning as, as Wade Wilson, Deadpool. Uh, they have Hugh Jackman on board for it as Wolverine. Um, they're saying it takes place before um, movie Logan. Or it could be an alternate universe kind of thing. Not really sure. But, you know, I'm kind of wondering, like, where is, you know, Marvel on the Fantastic Four? I mean, yeah, the, Fox had a an abysmal turnout for the Fantastic Four movie they they did re, they remade or the Fan Four stick, as I've heard people call it. Um, but yeah, you know, it's been some time since then. So, I mean, I think they can kind of pull the trigger on that. Um, I know the X Men is still kind of in people's minds because it was what twenty nineteen that we got Dark Phoenix. So, yeah, it's been four years, but to be honest, that chunk of movies, you know, from First Class to Days of Futures Past to Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix, they weren't bad movies. I mean, honestly, First Class and um, Days of Futures Past were the best of all, but, you know, X-Men and Apocalypse wasn't bad. I mean, yeah, it could have been better, 
but I mean, it was good. Dark Phoenix was, it felt disjointed to me. Almost like maybe kind of an editing kind of problem. So, what they're going to do with those, I don't know. <clears throat> and now for the DC side of things, we're getting a, a whole reboot again. You know, the Snyderverse is done. Uh, Shazam 2 came out, and apparently that's the end of that. Um, haven't seen it. I've heard mixed reactions out of it. I'm hearing stories come out of it as well about behind the scenes kind of drama. Uh, I know we have the Flash movie coming out in June, I think, which has been getting some high praise, by the way, which is kind of odd because, I mean, we had a lot of problems with Ezra Miller, you know, for legal legal issues. Um, not sure what happened to him. You know, what's going on? I only, I've only read what I've read the news, so I'm not going to make any kind of judgments, but damn. So, but according to James Gunn, who is now in pretty much creative control of the DC movie universe, uh, the Flash movie will set as a rebooting session, you know, for the DC extended universe, uh, which means that there will be. You know, a recasting of Superman, a recasting of Batman, uh, probably recasting the Flash. Um, you know, they apparently are doing a Green Lantern movie as well. Uh, I'm not sure if they're doing a Hal Jordan or John Stewart or uh, Kyle Gardner. Um, but it's I don't know. Like I, I want Hollywood be good again. You know, I'm I'm getting tired of seeing previews for movies that just seem like they're crap. Or seeing previews for movies that are like, you know, you expect so much more out of it. And you just kind of, it falls flat on its face. I mean, granted, there's always that rare gem that comes out. And for me, I'm the kind of person of when the gem comes out, I usually overwatch it to the point where I get bored of it and it's just kind of my thing I know self-control is needed but you know self-control is hard sometimes isn't it yeah you guys know what I'm talking about so and I'm just kind of going on and on now but that's really just kind of what I have my thoughts on of you know can we make Hollywood uh, glit, you know glamour town again or what do they, what do they call it you know, it'll probably hit me, you know, once I end this episode. But I want it to be, you know, glamorous again. I want it to be, you know, where actors are actors again. They're not in your face about everything. I want to go to a movie and be excited about it again. I want to be entertained in a movie again. So, yeah. That's all I got for this time. Folks, that's all I got for this time. So once again, I am Vincent. This is Nerd1. Do come find us on social media. We're still doing Twitter, Nerd15. We are on Instagram, Nerd1 Podcast. Our website is podpage.com forward slash Nerd1. And if you don't mind, please do share the episode. Like, subscribe, retweet, and let's grow that Nerdum. But until next time, stay safe out there. Wash your hands, stay clean. We'll talk to you soon. And bye for now.